Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Time to get you dialed into the biggest stories of the day. This is the Daily 10 with Matt Chernoff. All right, everybody, here we go. It's time for the Friday edition of the Daily 10. It's your friend Matt back again, and we're ready to take you on our 10-minute sports journey together today. Here's what's coming up on our Rhodes Group rundown. It's brought to you by the Rhodes Group. If you're curious who the Rhodes Group is, well, that's my independent insurance agency. Clayton Rhodes and his great team do such a wonderful job of getting you and me and everybody who works with the Rhodes Group the best in insurance rates, policies, and frankly, taking all the headaches away from us having to try to do it ourselves. As the old saying goes, time is money. And as insurance rates continue rising faster than ever, it's so important you get at least 10 insurance quotes to make sure you're getting the best policy. Otherwise, you're going to spend hours doing it yourself and probably messing it up. Instead, get the help of an independent insurance agency to shop for you, and that's what the Rhodes Group will do. Plus, you're going to get peace of mind, which comes with comprehensive collision, uninsured motorist coverage, third-party liability, all the things that we think we know about, but we really don't. An independent insurance agency like the Rhodes Group, it's their job to make sure your policy is done right. They've created a landing page for you, the Daily 10 listener, where you'll get those 10 home and car insurance quotes in just 10 minutes. Go to roads-group.com slash churnoff. Again, it's very easy. It'll take you a couple of minutes. They'll get you the 10 quotes. Rhodes, R-H-O-A-D-S. Rhodes-group.com slash churnoff or call them. They'll do the quotes over the phone for free. 678-341-9667 for the Rhodes Group. As the uh, Falcons get ready to head to Tampa Sunday, there's still a lot of questions, certainly, about the young quarterback. The head coach is trying to find his way, which has me thinking. Letting a specific coach get out of Flowery Branch like the Falcons did, it might be one of the more regrettable decisions since the Falcons let Brett Favre and Deion Sanders get away. We'll talk about that coming up. Plus, Georgia fans should keep an eye on what happens tomorrow in Tuscaloosa because it directly affects the dogs down the road. And one of these potential Braves award winners is not like the others. Not like the others at all. All of those topics... And more coming up in a moment. But first, let me remind you, we're brought to you by our partners at Short Barrel Bourbon. It's the weekend. It's time for you to let loose a little bit. You got football games to think about, tailgating to do. Well, Short Barrel Bourbon is the perfect way to bring in your weekend. Short Barrel Bourbon is the parent company of Old Fort Distillery. Short Barrel was started by three whiskey-drinking friends that are a lot like you, a passion for bourbon. It's an owned and operated business right in Atlanta. It started in 2020, and it's grown from there. I'm so proud to be associated with Short Barrel. I've seen them grow and just continue to do great uh, great things. They've won several awards, which backs up how good Short Barrel is. How about double gold from the San Francisco World Wine and Spirits Competition, the largest and most prestigious spirits competition in the world? There's no better way to have a tailgate or enjoy your football than enjoying some of the product from Short Barrel Bourbon. Short Barrel Bourbon available at all major retailers in the state of Georgia, as well as your uh, restaurants in your neighborhood. Check out the website, shortbarrelbourbon.com, for all the info. Again, shortbarrelbourbon.com. Better yet, follow them on Instagram and Facebook to keep up with all things Short Barrel. So the Falcons, as I said, are in Tampa. They're a a two-and-a-half-point underdog in this game that is a battle for first place in the NFC South. 
I know a lot of Falcon fans are very much on the fence about Desmond Ritter, and I get it. Ten games, up and down, young quarterback struggles. It's going to take a little while. There are still a lot of Falcon fans on the fence about Arthur Smith, which brought me back to a time not long ago when the Falcons let, I think, a coaching uh, superstar out the door. And it reminded me of two other instances where trying to figure out what the Falcons did to not identify what they had in great players still to this day, years later, drives me nuts. So the story of Brett Favre in Atlanta is one that has been told a lot of different ways. That the Falcons had to trade Brett Favre because he was out partying and drinking and he would have never turned into the player they hoped he would be if he didn't get out of here. So he went to Green Bay, sleepy little Green Bay, and it turned into that Hall of Fame quarterback. I could also put a spin on it that they didn't do a good enough job controlling a young player and identifying the talent and figuring, let's keep him because we see how good he can be. They drafted him early in the draft in the second round, and instead of trying to figure it out, they traded him away. Now, the Falcons also let Deion Sanders get away, and I say let. Deion couldn't get out of town quick enough. Deion Sanders, in his first opportunity to leave, went to San Francisco because they were more serious about winning. The Falcons were kind of a mess. They could not convince the best corner of a generation to stick around because they just didn't have their situation in gear here. They weren't going to be a Super Bowl contender, and I don't blame Dion for leaving. Which brings me to now. The Falcons had a coaching superstar in their building just a few years ago, and they let him get away. Mike McDaniel is now the head coach of the Miami Dolphins, and you can argue he's passed Kyle Shanahan as the best offensive mind in the league. The Dolphins are setting offensive records, and the mind of Mike McDaniel, the mad scientist, the evil genius, is making it all work. Mike McDaniel was here He was on the Falcon coaching staff as an assistant in 2015 and 2016 as a part of Kyle Shanahan's offensive staff. Now, that was also the 2016 Falcons that set all kind of records. They were averaging 35 points a game, Super Bowl season, all the great memories of that Matt Ryan MVP. So you would think when the team's OC left that year after the 2016 run and went to San Francisco, wouldn't you want somebody that's already in the building? that spoke the OC's language, understand the OC's playbook and the scheme to continue running that offense? Nope, Dan Quinn let guys like Matt LaFleur, who eventually ended up in Green Bay as the head coach, and Mike McDaniel, who followed Shanty to San Francisco, get out the door. Instead, they hired Steve Sarkeesian to run Shanty's system, which it wasn't going to work. Asking somebody to run something that's not theirs. It was bad the first year, it was a little better the second year, but never really worked. So... When Shanahan took Mike McDaniel and Matt LaFleur with him to San Francisco, it reminded you how highly Kyle Shanahan thought of those two coaches. The NFL is a very simple business when you get it right. It's a talent acquisition business from a player to a coaching standpoint. So it's hard to find those pieces, but it's even more difficult when you have them in your building, you let them get away. That's the frustrating thing that I'm talking about right here. When the Falcons went through their coaching search in 2021, that landed on Arthur Smith. You know they never interviewed Mike McDaniel? Doesn't that drive you nuts? Mike McDaniel, who, again, was in the building at a time when Rich McKay, who's now the president and still was here, was in the building. Arthur Blank certainly was around the building, and nobody thought to interview Mike McDaniel. So in 21, the Falcons hired Arthur Smith. The next year, the Dolphins hired Mike McDaniel. I don't understand it. When you had a guy, again, who was a part of the most successful offense in team history on the staff, and I was reading some quotes this morning from guys who were here at the time who talked about how important Mike McDaniel was. The, the thing I kept reading was, if stuff is broken, Mike McDaniel helps to fix it. 
but they didn't interview him. I, I, Mike McDaniel is a coaching superstar. He's got that offense in Miami doing things that we haven't seen very much in NFL history. And the Falcons, being the Falcons, never even talked to him when their job was available. The Dolphins, a year later, got themselves a superstar. The franchise that let Brett Favre get away because they couldn't slow his partying down. And the franchise that couldn't keep Deion Sanders happy. And I'm wondering if Mike McDaniel is going to be one that if he wins Super Bowls in Miami, you're going to kick yourself because you couldn't figure out how to get him back in Atlanta once he was already in the building. All right, coming up on our menu, we'll talk about Georgia fans doing some scouting tomorrow. You should have uh, some attention paid to what's happening in Tuscaloosa. We'll talk about that in a moment. But first, speaking of menus, the First Watch menu is served to you seven days a week from 7 a.m. until 2.30 p.m. This fall at First Watch, Hot Honey is the new pumpkin spice. And in its newest seasonal menu, the leader in breakfast, brunch, and lunch is partnering with Mike's Hot Honey to bring sweet heat to a custom recipe. If you're a pumpkin spice lover, and I am, and my family, we are. We have a Saturday plan after football tomorrow morning to stop by First Watch because we love the cozy classics from the pumpkin pancakes, the cinnamon spice churros, and you have to try the pomegranate pear punch fresh juice. It's available now through October 29th, so you're running out of time to get these great October fairs at First Watch. By the way, First Watch just opened their fourth new store in the Atlanta suburbs, this location in Kennesaw on Barrett Parkway. It's complete with an outdoor patio, an indoor brunch bar, and I'll remind you, you can always order online at firstwatch.com. While Georgia is off tomorrow enjoying their bye week, I know Georgia fans will probably have an eye on what's going on in Tuscaloosa because it will matter to Georgia down the road. Yes, Alabama, number 11 in America, at 6-1 and one, will host Tennessee, number 17 at 5-1. and one. Here's why this is important to Georgia. The Dogs will play in Knoxville in five weeks, and that game could mean a lot less if the Vols lose tomorrow to Alabama. That would be Tennessee's second SEC loss, which would knock them out of the East race, knock them out of the playoff conversation. And again, it would mean a lot less when Tennessee and Georgia lock horns in Knoxville. Conversely, if Tennessee wins tomorrow, it makes that game in Knoxville November 17th so huge. I mean, just enormous, because at that point, the winner has the inside track on the SEC East. Meanwhile, if the Vols win tomorrow, it gives Alabama a second loss. They're first in the SEC. They would be knocked out of the national championship race. Bama would be in a position now where their game against LSU in a few weeks becomes an SEC West elimination game. And how does that affect Georgia? Well, there's a realistic scenario where whoever wins the SEC West is just playing spoiler once again in the SEC championship game the way LSU was a year ago. Take a look at the SEC West race. Alabama's 4-0. LSU's 4-1, Ole Miss is 2-1, and, and A&M is 2-2. Two two. I don't consider them a, a factor at this point. So those top three teams, if Alabama was to stumble tomorrow, they would fall to 4-1. and one. As I said, they host LSU coming up November 4th. Ole Miss has already lost to Bama, so Bama has the tiebreaker there. Georgia will play Ole Miss themselves in a couple of weeks. This is a chance to get pretty hairy in that side of the bracket on the SEC West side. For Georgia on the east side, We've talked about it. Their schedule post-buy looks a lot more daunting than we thought before the year. They'll play Florida in the cocktail party, a very hot Missouri team in Athens November 4th before hosting Ole Miss the following week, and then that trip to Knoxville on November the 18th. So things are about to get very spicy around the SEC, and it starts tomorrow with the Vols and the Tide in Tuscaloosa. All right, coming up, we'll talk about one of these potential Braves award winners that does not look anything like the others. 
But first, I'll remind you, if you're headed to watch your favorite games and you're looking for the best sports bar around, the Daily Draft in downtown Woodstock should be your spot tomorrow for your college football Saturday. Same thing with your pro football Sunday. The Daily Draft is right there on Main Street in downtown Woodstock. So Woodstockians, rejoice, you love it. But if you're in Roswell or Milton or Alpharetta, you're so close, it's worth hopping over and enjoying your college Saturday. Same thing if you're in Canton, you're in Kennesaw. The Daily Draft gives you the best big screen in the Burbs, hands down. Great views of all the games and a two-story sports bar experience. They've rolled out a brand new menu, which is awesome. It's not sports bar food. It's wonderful fare they have for you. Plus, they have self-serve taps to make your enjoyment of grabbing the drink you want when you want so easy. Plus, a craft beer bar. And I'll give you a heads up, and I'll remind you leading up to the event. Next Thursday night, I will be at the Daily Draft hosting trivia for a chance to win tickets and prizes and great giveaways. It's next Thursday night, October the 26th from 7 to 9. We'll be at the Daily Draft doing some fun trivia. Again, easy to find. You can uh, locate more on their website at thedailydraft.net. I would tell you to follow them on Instagram and Facebook for all things Daily Draft. Congratulations are in order to Austin Riley, Michael Harris, and Eddie Rosario. (laughs) A couple of days ago, they were announced as Gold Glove finalists. Now, Michael Harris being a Gold Glove finalist, well, that makes perfect sense. I think he's the best defensive center fielder in baseball. If he doesn't win the award... There should be some sort of a uh, investigation. Austin Riley being a finalist at third is a bit surprising, but not shocking. I think third is not exactly as deep as it was with defensive uh, standouts. So Austin being there, okay. Eddie Rosario being a gold glove finalist in left field is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. And this comes from a fan of the Braves, and I'm a fan of Eddie. But he's just a bad defensive outfielder. That's it. There's no other ifs, ands, or buts. He doesn't come in on balls well. He doesn't take good routes to baseballs in the air he doesn't have good range he doesn't have a good arm besides that i can see the gold glove finalist thing case in point in game three of the nlds with the phillies he couldn't get close to a fly ball that jt real muto hit that turned into a two rbi double instead of a play that most average defensive outfielders make and they make it every time that ball had a 220 expected batting average but eddie couldn't get there it's just because he's not a good outfielder I don't care what the defensive metrics say. And if that's all we're judging this stuff on is just looking at the metrics and not eyeballing the player with the metrics, well, we're not doing it right. It's another reminder that whoever votes or picks these finalists, they just either don't take it very seriously or pay close enough attention to do it justice. The fact that Sean Murphy is not a Gold Glove finalist, (laughs) that's as big of an issue I would have as Eddie Rosario in left field being a Gold Glove finalist. The fact that, that Ronald Acuna's defensive, his defensive metrics take him out of being a Gold Glove finalist is also laughable. His arm is one of the great weapons in Major League Baseball. I think his range improved. I think his ability to go back on balls improved. I think all that stuff. But the metrics didn't add up for Ronnie being a finalist. Somehow, Eddie Rosario. And I was looking at the other two finals. There's a chance he wins the award, which should make it even funnier. Almost as funny as the fact that Marcelo Zuna won a Gold Glove not that long ago. It's hard to get upset over this stuff, take it too seriously, have great debates when those who are in charge of putting this stuff together don't seem to take it very seriously. What I do take seriously is you guys following the podcast, subscribing to the podcast, which I will ask you to do right now on any of your favorite podcast platforms. We're available on all the above. Hit that subscribe button. You'll guarantee the pod drops for you every morning at 10 a.m. I will talk to you later this afternoon on the radio on 680 The Fan at 2 o'clock. We're back here Monday for the next edition of The Daily 10. 
Subscribe to the Daily 10 now and get the latest breaking news and biggest stories of the day every morning. Get more at 680thefan.com or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google, or wherever you get your favorite shows. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. So, Robert, I want to thank you for your time. I just don't think you're the right person for this position. I don't understand. Was it something I said? Well, we did a background check on you and found some things of concern. If you're in charge of hiring for your company, you know how helpful a background screening can be. That's why companies that use Horizon background screening make smarter hiring decisions. Don't let the wrong hire put your company at risk. Get the real story on your candidates at horizonscreening.com. Horizonscreening.com. 